Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. I don't want to toot my own horn, but if the horn is right there and it needs a little toot and then you already know I'm going to do the freaking job, okay? A little recap of what's been going on with me is I am so excited to drop this news off to y'all, but the first time I got on a plane since having a baby was over the weekend so that I can be on Ace Metaphors Tonight Conversation Card Game Show, the podcast. So if you never tuned into it, I'm really excited to be on some of the episodes. So that's something that that was like, normally like my recaps be like normal, like family stuff and being a mom. That's something exciting that I did that's different. Like, so you will be catching me on the next season of tonight's conversations on one of those episodes. So yeah, other than that, um, we surprised, we had a party for my um, son's grandpa I love having a party, so we threw him a surprise party, and it was so much fun. Um, Yeah, as I birthday passed, we already know about that. I've been really being a mom. I've been being consistent with the Pilates. I'm down a couple pounds. Um, I don't want to put y'all in my weight loss business, but the last time I was one, mind you, I'm 5'10", so I'm like 5'9 and a half, 5'10". The last time I was 185 was in high school, and that's my goal weight. My goal weight is to be 185. Um, I'm 189 right now, y'all, and I'm really, really proud of myself. And I like, it's not too much pressure because I know I just had a baby, but working out has been making me feel so good. And it's really have been, like I told you guys, like I've really, not only does it help with being disciplined, but I just feel so proud of myself and I'm not like going super crazy and super hard in the gym. I know I could have been reached to 185 if I was going harder, but I'm really just trying to fall in love with being active. And just keeping a promise to myself. That's it. And it helps with your confidence. And it's just been making me feel good. Um, I normally am like, I'm normally like 197. Like I'm normally around that range. Like I never really ever go under 195. And pre, when I was pregnant, I went up to 230 something. Now I get that like, because I'm tall, it's kind of stretched out because I don't never really look big. But yeah. The day I gave birth, I was like 230 pounds. So I'm really proud of the progress that I've made so far. So if you needed a little motivation, I hope that I motivate you to get your ass up and wanted to go to the gym. Today's topic is I'm tired of being single. So I wanted to touch base on this because I wanted to give the single girls a little motivation we know, I feel like I always the advice that I give is always helpful to people that are in relationships or toxic relationships or just getting out of one. But to my single girls who feel like they're in a great place, they just can't find nobody. You've done the work. You got so many great things going on for yourself. You consider yourself a great catch. You just can't find nobody. I really want to give you some words of encouragement today because I feel like people don't realize how tough the journey is to to find a partner. When they know what they're looking for. <laughs> when you didn't know what you was looking for and you was willing to settle, it was a little bit easier. It was a little bit different. So now that we have grown, now that we are accountable, now that we know who we compatible with, now that we know what it takes to make us happy in a relationship, now that we see red flags and we'd be like, oh, I'm too old for this. The journey is a little bit harder. Okay. It was a little, it's a little bit harder. And I just want you to know that it's going to be worth it in the end. So if there's anybody that's single out there, 
out there right now, I know that we all crave intimacy. We desire companionship. I would rather you wait and be patient than you end up giving your love to somebody prematurely that don't deserve it. It's been time. If you, if you read my book, So Much to Unlearn, if you haven't, please use the code LOVE for free shipping on my website. One of the characters in the book reached a place in her relationship where she was just tired of not being able to, you know, be a good woman to somebody. Um, she was She was single. She reached a place where she just wanted to do those cute things. She wanted to do vacation. She wanted to cook for somebody. She wanted to be like affectionate. And I feel like sometimes people catch us slipping at a place in our life where we just so fucking lonely and we just so tired of being alone that you know what, even though you ain't really put no work in to deserve this treatment, I'm going to give it to you just because I want to give it to somebody. Like I just want, you you ever have a secret and you just want to tell somebody, it's like, what the freak? I got this need to tell somebody. So I feel like sometimes people catch us slipping in a place in our life where we was just ready to give what we have to somebody. We were just ready to be appreciated by somebody. And the worst part about that is, is no way to tell if you're giving it to somebody that is a user when you rush. There's no way to tell if the person that you are with is just here to use you. Some people literally fall in love with you because of the benefits. When you look at the look, when you look at the people that you entertain or to entertain or the people that you date or the people that you with, pay attention and ask these people questions like, what, what do you like about me? Like, what make me? What about me makes you happy? And if all of the answers pertain to the things that you do for them, and not who you are as a person, I feel like that says a lot. So many of us are out here and we doing so much for other people. So that we could be loved. So that we could have somebody that we sleeping next to at night. Just for us to still go to sleep feeling alone. I know that I've been places in my life where as though like I just wanted to do cute shit. Even in my relationship now. I feel like once I got in a comfort zone with him. I couldn't wait to do all the cute shit. Like I literally like could not wait to do cute romantic shit with my man. The only thing that I would say that I did different is I allowed him to do all the cute shit for me first for me before I felt comfortable doing it back. So I remember in the beginning of us dating, every Wednesday would be our anniversary. Like he would feel like that's another week that we made it. He would buy me flowers or he would do something nice for me every single Wednesday. And after a month of him doing nice things for me, I reciprocated. And I think I took him out or I did like I had surprised him with something. Yeah, I think I surprised him with like a little a little digital camera or something like that. Um, and it wasn't super expensive. But he had did so much and he was telling me about his business and how he needed a camera and I got the camera. By that time, I wanted to reciprocate in some way. And when I tell you, he was just smiling from ear to ear. He was so grateful, so appreciative. And it made me comfortable to want to do more. And one thing I can say is I was comfortable to do more because he never stopped doing what he was doing just because I did something. And I feel like a lot of people say, you know, I was talking to this guy. Everything was good in the beginning. And once I put my let my guard down and he stopped doing it. If he would have stopped, I'm not going to lie. I might have stopped doing I might have put a guard back up and said, no, he ain't doing nothing that he used to do in the beginning. So I'm not either. Granted, and it also still wasn't no sex, but I don't think we still wasn't having sex at this time. So a part of all of that is just don't rush don't be so quick to give a person what you have and what you've been working on for so long 
Don't be so quick to allow people in your space to disrupt the peace that you've created for yourself. Please be mindful and have some discernment on who deserves to be around you, who deserves your love, because it's so easy to be caught up in that freaking, that place where, you know, I want to be intimate. I want some affection. I want some loving. And it just so happened that Jerome, who consistently texting you every day that you don't want to hang out with, that you don't want to see, he's starting to look good. Jerome, who has been texting you and trying to see you for about three months that you're not attracted to, that you won't give the time of day, you ready to just give him a shot. Now you feeling like, man, maybe this is my soulmate. Maybe I need to think outside the box. Now you're in the middle of a date with somebody that you freaking you hate the way he chew his food. Don't settle. If anybody needed to hear this message, if anybody has been single for 4,500 years, if anybody is feeling like they don't got a soulmate out here, listen, this is for you. I don't want people to feel like, you know what, I'm never going to, I'm never going to find what I'm looking for. I'm never going to find somebody to make me happy. Um, another one, uh, another question that I feel like, um, is really important is a question that one of you guys sent in and it said, Hey Maui, I have a question I would like to be addressed on the pot on an episode of your podcast. The question is, as a woman who has already done self-healing and already and ready to get back in a dating scene, how do I show appropriate interest back in a guy? <clears throat> I have a guy I'm dating and he's doing everything right so far. When is it okay to wine and dine him back or even give small gifts? Is it after a certain amount of dates? Let me know what you think. This really goes back to what I said when I said I was dating my man. For one, I like, I consider dating no sex. That's me and my personal preference. I feel like it avoids any confusion, any misplaced emotions, any gray areas when there's no intimacy involved. And we'll touch on that and how I feel about sex in another episode. But by you not having sex, okay, and a lot of people look at sex as a reward for whatever reason. A lot of people think they're like, oh, he's doing this, so I'm going to have sex with him. I'm looking at sex as an experience for when I'm comfortable. So it doesn't mean, oh, I'm having sex with him because he took me on three dates. Or I'm, no. The same thing with you wanting to reciprocate. I, but I do feel like if you're dating a guy and he's paying for all the dates and like he's not having sex, how will, how will I show a guy that I like? that I'm interested in, that I'm also not having sex with, that I like him back. Whining and dining him, dining him also. So it doesn't have to be the most expensive dates in the world. I don't care what they say on social media about you. Never, you should never have to take a man on a date or never come out your pocket. <coughs> Men enjoy being treated nice too. Men want to be whining and dined too. If you have somebody in your life that you like, that you feel like has really been putting in effort to get to know you, who has been treating you good, it is okay for you to want to reciprocate. It is okay for you to want to do something nice back to a person that has been treating you good. I'm not saying go, go on and dine somebody that just been texting and calling. That's not being consistent. When we talk about effort, real effort, I, I want you to feel like this person has literally been going out their way to show me that they are interested in me. Like they have been doing everything right. And this is beyond texting and phone calls. Dating means going on dates. We go out and it doesn't mean you're at my house. That's not a date. Like, no. So let's literally leave the era of bare minimum behind us. So let's leave the era of all he got to do is take us out on one date and now we at my house every day watching TV. No. 
That's not what I want for myself. That's not what I want for you. I think that after a person has showed that they're really interested in you and interested in building something, it is okay to reciprocate. It is okay for me to invite a man out and say, you know what? Are you, are you free this weekend? Like, I want to plan something for us. And see how he reacts to it. Like, I want to, I want to plan some, a surprise date for us. Or if you are available this next, next weekend, can I take you out to eat? Some men will be so appreciative and they're not even going to let you pay for it anyway. Trust me. Some men are just going to be so grateful that you initiated that and you thought of them that they don't even want you to pay. This was really cute. This was really a cute effort. I love this. We want to feel poured back into. So I definitely feel like that is a great question, especially if you're with somebody. You're not going over to your house. They're not coming over to your house. We're not, we're not having sex together. How do I know that she really likes me and she's not just using me because she's hungry? See? You see? How are you going to make this person feel like you like them and you're not just using him for free food? <laughs> because every every last one of us has has had somebody that we don't really like him like that, but uh, I'm bored. I guess I could go hang out with him. It's something to do. It's something to do when it's nothing to do. So another question that you guys sent in, we're going to read this one. This is kind of long. Hmm. This one is short. Hey, Maui, I'm in a dating stage in my life, but I feel like any little thing that someone does makes me cut them off. I'll admit that I'm picky as fuck, but am I too picky? I've always been alone and have always been alone. What should I do to get out of the comfort of being alone all the time? I could be missing out on a great guy because I'm irritated by the way he breathes. <laughs> one thing I will tell y'all is the, to my single woman, to my people that just got out the relationship, the longer that you are by yourself, the harder it becomes for you to coexist with someone else. When I tell you it's so easily to be, it's so easy to be turned off by other people when you are used to your own company. And this is another thing that I had to learn because I feel like in the beginning, when I was dating, I was self-sabotaging. Like it was so many different things that I didn't like about people. It would be the smallest things that I did not like. It was so difficult for me to give anybody a chance because I was nitpicking things. I'm like, oh, well, he's not really funny. Or I don't like the way his jeans look. Like he wears corny jeans. And that's something big to me, though. Like I really I'm like I, I don't I don't like certain jeans. I literally would find anything wrong. So this is how I start judging the company that I wanted to be around. Being with you has to feel equal or greater than how I feel being by myself. <laughs> I love being alone. And during my single journey, during my single journey, some of my favorite things to do was clean my house, watch being Mary Jane, take myself out to brunch, um, and kind of, and, and ride my bike. Riding my bike was super big on my self-care journey, especially like during COVID. Like I loved riding my bike. It was such a great way for me to just stay in shape and just clear my mind with some fresh air. When I when I started dating, I feel like a lot of these guys want to take you out and really just kind of have sex. They want to speed up the process. They, they might take you on a couple of dates, but they really are trying to get you to the crib. Nobody is really like when you think of the people that you're dating, who is really trying to build something with you? 
Who do you feel like is really like we really might be building something here? And who are you just texting because you're bored? Who who you do who do you feel like texts you because they don't have anything else better to do than ask you what you're doing all day? And then it's other people where you feel like this is different. This seems like they're taking more of their time to get to know me. It seems more genuine. It seems more relaxed. I don't have to force it. There's no pressure here. So of course, like my man had things I didn't like and I nitpicked him about him too. But being around him just felt like me being by myself. When we would hang out, it wouldn't be no pressure or no force. Or like if I was packing orders at my house, he would say, oh, you want me to help pack orders? And he would literally come pack orders. It wasn't come pack orders and try to touch her titty. It wasn't like, let me rub her thigh or something or try to have sex. It was like, oh, she asked me to come pack orders. I could pack orders. Oh, she want to watch this? We could watch this together. It's no big deal. Like, it's not a thing. I feel like being around you need to feel equal or greater to, than me being by myself. And another part of that that people don't pay attention to is ask people about how they grew up, how they handle, like, confrontation, how they communicate, are they in therapy? Because you won't be, being around you won't feel equal or greater than me being by myself, if you got all this trauma that you coming with, if you got all this baggage that you bringing into this relationship. So now I went from being alone, being in my peaceful place, being on my own, creating a place where I enjoy being by myself. And now I love and care about you, but you come with so much baggage. You come with so much drama. You come with like so much that you need to work through that me loving you is also disrupting my own peace. Me being in a relationship with you, me trying to build something with you is also disrupting the peace that I created for myself. So being honest with the people, being honest with yourself about the people that you're trying to build something with too. And also knowing we being too picky. Because another thing about us being picky is none of those, that picky shit is the reason why your relationships don't work. So when you worried about you not liking the way somebody chew their food, the real issue is that you always ended up with people who cheat on you. The real issue is that you always end up in relationships with men who are emotionally unavailable. So why have we gotten to it now? I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with having standards and stuff like that, because there's definitely reasons when we could be picky. But don't be so picky that you're skipping over the real issues. The real issues are that you keep choosing men who are not emotionally available. You're, the real issue is that you keep wanting to be with men who fear commitment. So I need to be, be if I'm going to be picky... I'm going to at least make sure that the people that I'm being picky with at least got the basic qualities that I'm looking for. The basic things. All of that little shit, I could figure that out. All the little, in, in, the little freaking little tiny little details, I could figure that out along the way. Just have the basic qualities that I need to be happy in a relationship. I feel like we overthink so much, even with the whole dating and being picky. Most of these people are are not going to be taking us serious. We're not even going to take them serious. So why am I going to overthink it when I'm literally just trying to enjoy the moment? These people ain't, most of these people ain't our soulmate. We're not about to fall in love with these people. Why am I overthinking it so much that I don't want to talk to him again because I didn't like the way one of his teeth was shaped? Girl, I had a good time. I might see him again, might not. Like, remove the expectation and the pressure of certain things so that you can enjoy things sometimes. Everything doesn't be, have to be so serious because some people you meet only to be a, some people might be a good friend. 
everybody's not going to be in a relationship with us. Everybody's not going to want to be in a relationship with us. Everybody's not going to be one of our lovers or sex partners or situationships. Some people you're going to meet only to show you how you deserve to be treated. Some people you're going to meet only to show you that what you don't like in a relationship. So let's give certain people in certain situations ships grace and try to enjoy it for what it is and enjoy it for that moment. So I could be like, damn, I went out with this guy last, last week. I'm not really attracted to him, but he was really a gentleman. I know when I get in a relationship, I want to, I want my man to be a gentleman. You know what? I went out last week with this guy. He was kind of nice. Like he had a great conversation. I know when I'm in a relationship, I need to be with somebody who has substance. Some people might show you different sides of different qualities of what you're looking for, what you need to be happy in relationships. And then some some of y'all don't even know what it takes for you to be happy. Some of y'all don't even know what y'all looking for outside of the physical. So when you think about your ideal partner or what you want your partner to look like, what kind of qualities do they have besides the things that you think you could think of that are shallow? What kind of qualities does this person have that it would take to raise children to be a husband, to lead a family? You talking about, well, I want him to have a beard. I want him to be tall. He got to have a beard. He Like, he got to have nice teeth. Like, that's a bunch of shallow stuff. Yeah, I want to be attracted to my man, but I also want my, my man to have qualities that I admire. I also want him to have qualities that make him a good person. So I know why you on this journey and you being single and you dating and you trying to figure out or maybe you picky. Give yourself grace and give other people grace, but don't ignore red flags and ignore, ignore signs that are there. Just like you've been single for a while and you can't find nobody, other people feel the exact same way you feel. But one thing I know is that we are being patient. We're not, well, not me, but y'all. <laughs> it's a difference from being single by choice and not single and being single because don't nobody want to be with your ass. So give yourself grace. I'm single because I want to be, because I'm choosing to be single because I refuse to settle because I refuse to just settle for any company just to say I have it just because I refuse to say I got, I got somebody just for the sake of saying it. So if you're going to give yourself any type of affirmation, I want the affirmation to be, God, please prepare me for what you feel like I am deserving of. I deserve a love that loves the way I do. God, prepare me for what you feel like I should. I deserve because I deserve a love that loves the way I love. That's it. I want God to prepare me for who he feels like I should be with. So that when he get there, when he get here, I feel like I'm presenting my best self to them. I don't feel like I'm in the middle of mess, still trying to get my shit together, still trying to figure out the ins and outs of who I am. God, whenever you pull up with a soulmate for me, whenever you pull up with a lover or a best friend or whatever it may, whatever kind of package it might come, may come in, I want you to bring it. And I don't feel like I have to second guess it. I have to self-sabotage it. I have to find reasons that I don't like it or it's not going to work. Please allow me be at, to be a, at a space in my life where I can just sit there and be like, about time, I'm ready. I'm prepared. I stay ready. So I don't got to get ready. Thank you. Like I'm showing up as my best self. I got my shit together. I've done the work. I'm healing. I'm working towards things. I'm communicating properly. I'm loving people the way I would want to be loved. I'm treating people good. I'm handling confrontation. Well, 
I am ready, okay? I am in rare form and I'm ready to be loved. I'm open and I'm receptive. And I'm also willing to reciprocate that back. Yeah. So if you've been single for a minute, don't feel no type of way. Don't be discouraged. I hope that you don't feel like there's nobody out there for me. It's too late. Listen, be patient. If it was easy, everybody would be in a relationship. The more work you do, the more you know who you are, it get, it becomes a little bit difficult, but it's worth it because you know when you finally do end up in a relationship, it'll be with somebody that you actually have chemistry with and you are actually compatible with because you know who you are and you know what you're looking for. So that is today's episode for all my single ladies and my Beyonce voice. I hope you enjoyed that mini episode. I will talk to you soon. And I hope that you find you a partner sooner than later, okay? I would love for you to say, hey, Maui, I'm finally in a relationship. I don't even want to listen to your podcast no more, girl, because I'm too busy with my man. So that's that or with my woman or whatever y'all be doing. I don't know. I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into that. Anyways, help. I hope everybody has a good day and don't let nobody fuck your day up today. Please don't let nobody mess it up because you deserve to have a good day. Bye.